Well, today we're talking onions again. You know why? Why? Because it's time for us to plant our onion plants. Hey, I'm Greg. I'm Sheila. Welcome. And we love this time of year because it's onion time. Our warehouse smells delightful. Oh, it smells like uh, we got onion plants going out by there. Everybody here is involved in shipping out onion plants today, just about. We got onion plants going everywhere. We got our first shipment for the fall, and we'll get them out. We will be shipping for the rest of the month of November. Mm -hmm. So, uh, onion plants. On their way. On their way. And you know, they look really good this year. Look at that, they're pretty. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm gonna, these are Vidalia onions, and let me go over what Vidalia onions are just a minute. To be a Vidalia onion, if you don't know what a Vidalia onion is, then it is a brand of onions that's grown in a particular area of Georgia that is known to be very, very sweet. And we love Vidalia onions here in the South. But to be a Vidalia onion, it's got to be grown in this area that the state of Georgia have marked off there a territory, you might say. But not only that, it's got to be a approved variety. And there's 20 somewhat varieties that are approved for Vidalia production. So you got to have those two things, grown in a particular area and a type Vidalia. And these are both. These are grown in the Vidalia area and they're also Vidalia approved varieties. Now on our website, we have Vidalia approved varieties that we sell seed for. Mm -hmm. We're selling the plants as well. So if you didn't plant your seeds and growing your own plants, which is fine to do, we do that also. You can buy plants from us and get your Vidalia onions planted. Short day onions, intermediate day onions, and long day onions are generally the three types or the three types of onions that we talk about. And the reason we talk about that is because you plant them in different areas. How about that? Sounds good. Mm -hmm. But you know what first? First, I got to give Mr. Karabi a shout out. Look at that baby right there. Now, if you folks have never grown karabi before, this is Quick Start Variety, which is I'm a big fan of. About 45 days, you can grow this thing off. I cut the root off. The root is right here. I cut it off because it had dirt on it. But this is what the plant looks like. Now, this is one of those plants that most of you are probably not familiar with. You can eat the leaves, as just about everything says. You've always heard everybody talk about that leaves are edible. Well, you can eat leaves on about anything. But the main part of this that's desirable is this bulb, and this bulb sits on top of the soil there. And I'm gonna peel this off right here where we can all get a good look at it. Then I'm gonna take Mr. Knife here, and I'm gonna kind of cut into it a little bit. You would peel this thing like you would an apple, and then you could do several different things with Mama Hoss. You want to tell them the best way you like to? I like to roast it in the oven, like with some beets and onions and carrots. It's also good if you just boil it in some chicken broth. Anything boiled in chicken broth. Right. Then good. you can also use it as a replacement for a cabbage in slaw. Mm -hmm. um, this year, I'm going to ferment some. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. But if they get old, they get a little tough. But this one here is perfect right here. It tastes kind of like a mild, mild turnip. Can I have some? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's good. 
a mild, mild turnip root on my head. Don't you think so? That's the best way to describe it. Oh, so sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's really good. Be good dipped in some ranch. Mm-hmm. Mm. I got something for you. Very easy to grow. So if you've never owned karate before, boom, boom, I'd suggest doing it. Let me clean up my mess. And what have you got? Okay. So we've got broccoli growing in the garden. We do. A lot of broccoli. A lot. And we've got a new What type. is this? I'm going to get you to do a taste test. To see if you can tell the difference in our two types of broccoli. Not blind. Yeah, blind. Oh, this never works out good for you. And I got an extra long for your big head. <laughs> You're going to have to tie it. All right. That bad shoulder will let you tie it. Yeah, one will take that head. Uh -oh, I don't pull the hair here. It's over my ears. I can't hear as well. So if y'all. Okay. okay. I, uh, these blind taste tests have always worked out pretty good. They've been a couple of times they've worked out really bad for me. But you're going to be kind to me, are you, Mama Hoss? I am. So what's the two types of broccoli we got going? Ooh, Green Magic. Mm -hmm. And what else? I can't remember the other time. What's the new Asperbrock? Oh, Asperbrock. Yeah, yeah. Which is not, it's it's sort of a broccoli. It's a cross between a broccoli and a, uh, a type of kale, I do believe. And you think you can tell the difference? Broccolini is what the restaurants call it, but uh, what we're going to call it on our website because of some patent issues is going to be Asperbrock. Okay, so... Now, I'm fully blindfolded, <laughs> by the way, so you can't be pointing me to pick nothing up. All right, open your mouth. Oh, boy. That's warm. That's regular broccoli. You think so? Mm, that's, you steam that, that's really good. All right, try this. Oops, I'm drinking. Oh, just about. Mm. That has a sweeter, mellower, butter of flavor. It's not as quite as, if you don't like broccoli, I'm assuming this is asperbrock. I could be wrong. Okay, I think you need one more taste. Oh, just about. <laughs> slow. That one there is a lot more mellow. That's pretty good out there. I hate it when you're laughing. I don't like it at all. No, that's good. That's really good. The last one I preferred the most. Not the, la the last two. I think it was different in the seasoning on the boat. <laughs> Take your bonds, hold off. <laughs> the first two was this. Really? Yeah. And then the last was that. Wow, I couldn't hardly tell the difference in it. That, that was but more buttery. The first two were that. Same amount of butter, same seasoning. Huh. You want to try again without your blindfold? Yeah, so this right here is a lot milder flavor, I would say, than that. Both of it's good. That's delicious right there. That's good too. But if you don't like broccoli, I think you'll like this asperbrock or broccolini. And it was good also. You really couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> I really couldn't tell the difference. But now this right here, I do think it's a little bit milder okay. than that. But it was really good. But uh, you can eat this raw mm -hmm. and salads and things like that. But that's good. Oh, boy, you had me so worried. Especially when you started laughing. I knew you was going to... I know. Well, I, I did have some hot sauce I was going to... And I, at the last minute... Your heart just wouldn't let you do it, would it? It wouldn't. <laughs> you can thank me later. Yeah, all right. That's okay. good. 
So this will be my, uh, be my dinner right there, my lunch or dinner. So we're talking about onions today, right? We're talking about onions today, but that broccoli was super. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I like this better. You know, the thing about broccoli is most people love it or they don't like it at all. Have you noticed mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. It's kind of a love-hate thing. Yep, we are talking about onions. Uh, so here in the South, pretty much if you draw a line with the top of the state of Georgia and draw it all the way across, it kind of swoops up a little bit. We have this map here that we're going to show you right now where it shows to where you can plant short date onions. And if you are in this area right here, you can plant these type onions here now to overwinter so that you can harvest those big sweet onions in the early, early spring. And that's what we do. Mm -hmm. We like to overwinter ours. You can plant them in the springtime if you miss this fall thing. You probably just not want to make as big an onion and you don't make them quite as early. And the reason we do or we like transplants is because the onion seed is so small. Mm -hmm. You can control your spacing. Mm -hmm. Um, when you plant them from seed, the weed pressure. Well, really you don't need get... to be planting seed. Yeah, the, I would never recommend pl direct planting onion seed. Now, if you want to grow your own onion plants, use a tray like a 338 and it worked fine there. But I, no, I wouldn't never have, put them directly in the ground. Never direct seed them. No, you're not going to have good results with that. The only onion that I would think you're going to have good results with that is a bunch of onion. And if you plant it in the trays, it takes about seven days to germinate. Yes, somewhere in there. And then you need to wait 10 weeks before you put it in the ground. Eight to 10 eight weeks. To 10 eight weeks. to 10 weeks. Yeah, somewhere there. It's okay. about the same amount of time for the farmer that grows them in the ground. But uh, yeah, I'd say eight to 10 weeks is good. So if you miss that opportunity to plant growing, you can buy your onion plants. But boom. Okay. And there's two different stages after you plant these onions. Mm -hmm. Vegetative stage and then the bulbing stage. So one of the things is most people don't recognize let me hand me an onion there. <clears throat> People that plant these onions here don't understand is you gotta feed these things a lot early on. Heavy feeders. Heavy feeders early because you're trying to grow that top and you wanna really, really grow them and then you wanna pull back on the fertilizer or stop the fertilizer and let this bulb get bigger there. But when we do this stage right here, we're always fertilizing heavy early on. We have some issues there we may have to kind of can work out a little bit, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. But we want to produce the big green leaves. Oh, yeah. And put yeah. all the energy to the green leaves in the beginning. Right, right. So we want to feed it heavy. Yep, you're exactly right. And then the bulbing stage. Then the bulbing stage, we're going to cut off the fertilizer 30 days before harvest, and that's going to cause that bulb to get big. And you'll know when it's bubbling. You'll see it actually get big, the yeah. soil will crack. Uh, so for the last two years, I've actually wrote the date down. And for the, us, the, the bubbling stage begins the last week in February. So. And then they're usually ready to harvest the end of April? No. First yeah, April? for around the 1st of April, I think I've been harvesting around the 1st of April. I think I looked on my old TikTok and it was like April the 11th is yep. when my yep. leaves fell over. Yep. So around the first, that gives you 30, 35 days if you stop fertilizing it in the February and that gives you harvest time the first of April. And then just about every year, a week to 10 days after that, maybe two weeks of us, your elephant garlic gets ready mm -hmm. behind your uh, onions. If you plant elephant garlic, I planted my elephant garlic about a week ago. So I plant mine a little bit ahead of my onions. Yeah. And then so we plant these in November. Yep. Intermediate 
people would plant theirs late winter, early spring. Yeah, so I actually wrote that down here somewhere, 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 somewhere. Cause it's a huge window there. Right there. Yeah, it's a huge window there intermediate day because of the difference in the area. You take the intermediate map, I mean, these several, several hundred miles difference there. So it's a large range there. Normally speaking on intermediate day, you're looking at January to April. And then for a long day, that's you guys way, way up north. You're looking at from April to the 1st of May, somewhere there. So. Us people in the south are blessed to be able to grow them all winter long, and we get our onions off early. So we get our onions off in time to turn and flip that spot and to be able to plant other things there, such as corn or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we get another crop off of it than the folks up north do. So let's talk about once you get them in the ground, well, before you get them on the ground, what do you do to your dirt? So you need to work your soil up good. And uh, preferably you had something in there like corn or corn's probably one of the best ones. But even if you had brassicas in there, it would be good to plant onions behind those things. Of course, I can't think of anything that you would be growing on an onion that you couldn't in the fall or the late summer. I can't think of anything you would be growing there that you, you didn't wouldn't. want besides a multiplying onion. Now, if you're growing our tall multiplying onions, you wouldn't want to plant these behind that, but you don't, you can plant it behind your, any of your fall crops, your late summer crops, any of that would be fine to plant your uh, onions behind. Now, normally speaking, you won't, you don't want to plant onions in the same spot, but every three years. So you want to kind of keep that rotation, rotation there because onions can be, have some disease problems. And with that long three-year rotation, that helps a lot with those diseases. You want that organic matter in there? You want that organic matter in there. Now, what we recommend is pre-plant about a week to 10 days, up to two weeks ahead of time. We like to put this in our soil and we like to work this into our soil there. Now, this is hand manure. It's nothing fancy. It's just some good organic fertilizer. We use this right here. And if you're doing a raised bed or you're doing containers, or you're doing a small area, this stuff here works fine. Now, if you're doing a large area and you have access to chicken manure or some good horse manure, heck, it'll do the same thing. Any kind of good organic fertilizer will work fine there. So if you have that in bulk, or if you have some good compost that's available, anything like that to incorporate a few days before planting is probably the best. And the reason I like to do that is it starts breaking down those microbes, get active, so that when you do plant those onions, they can kick it's off there. a good start. Yeah. So then about two weeks later, about two weeks later, then we're going to start with our, it's right here, 20-20-20. And this is a good basic fertilizer right here. And we also have a new one out that we didn't bring in here. We have a granule. Now this right here, you have to inject to the injector. It's liquid. It's liquid. It. Yeah. So or you can add it in a watering can for raised beds. Exactly right. Uh, so you can plant this. I mean, put this through your drip tape if you got your onions on drip tape. Here's the key there. That's a 20-20-20, so that's a good balanced fertilizer. We also have a general fertilizer, which is a 10-10-10 that we sell that would also do the same thing. The, here's the thing. You want to hit these onions with a good balanced fertilizer, and then you want to rotate that with a sulfur fertilizer, which is ammonia sulfate. And the sulfur gives the plant the onion flavor. It gives an onion flavor, but alliums in general, which are you know the family that onions belong to, love sulfur. Mm -hmm. So it makes the onion plant good and healthy. And of course, everything's back over here. 
we want to put every time that we put one of these in there we want to add our micro boost would you say that's your secret sauce secret sauce right here so this right here has everything in it that these two do not these well this was actually just a nitrogen source but this has nitrogen phosphorus and potassium and then you hit it every other week with a good sulfur nitrogen source and then you're gonna boom boom the secret sauce in there every time with that until it bobs until it starts bubbing 30 days before harvest and that is the secret to onion production there what about water requirements water requirements now this is uh, you know it's kind of half and half with me onions are one of those things you can get by with on drip tape form so drip tape is really good especially if you know you're going to be struggling with water but sometimes in the winter time we don't have water problems we have a wet winter so. we have wet winter so for me it's about 50 50 whether i put drip they tape say we're going to have a dry winter well i'm not putting mine on drip tape this time normally i do but i'm not putting them on drip tape this time i'm taking my chances so i will use a regular 10 10 10 and then i'm going to use the ammonia sulfate which is water soluble or you can side dress with it and then i will take my uh my little sprayer there and i'll shoot the secret sauce to it as as i can about every two three weeks so you say the top things about onions is plant the right type the secret is to plant the right type that you need for your area at the right time and then you feed it and then you feed it right and then you're gonna get some good how about we plant some all right but first i guess right. we can do that one plant. i was going to show people how deep to plant them but i guess we can do that we're going to plant some in containers today and the reason we're going to plant some in containers we've always planted ours in or oh, I have, but I got a large garden in what we call the flat just out in the garden. Now you, however, have planted some years in raised beds. Yeah, the last two years I've planted mine in raised beds and they've done just as well as yours. Mm -hmm. But we got a neighbor that went crazy on planting <laughs> onions last year and uh, they planted them in containers mm -hmm. and they were amazed at the onion harvest they got. They were just tickled. Right, they, they were bigger than your onions. They were. <laughs> they were nice large onions okay but uh they were tickle feet so it, it it come to us that a lot of people that have these small areas or if you don't have a big garden or if you don't have your garden ready you can always plant onions in a container mm -hmm. all right so we have this root pouch here but you know what these root pouches work wonderful for containers if you don't have a container root pouches is the ticket here we use a good pot and soil there uh, or you can use seed start mix if that's what you got. This but is a 15 gallon. 15 gallon. And we have also 45 100. Mm, we have I think the 45 would be best, but it was a little awkward to put on the seed. Yeah. But if you have other containers already, hey, it'll work too. We even got, our neighbor has these big totes that they cut in half and they drill some holes in there and they work wonderful for that. So the variety I'm going to plant in the container today is Sapelo. I'm just digging here. Now on these onion plants, we sell these as 50 to a bundle, but I can promise you get more than 50 in there. So what I would do, we've already incorporated our complete organic in there and you just kind of sprinkle that on there and mix it in in the top six to eight inches there. And you got that already started there. Then you start planting your onions. And this is the way I do it. Just kind of punch a hole in there with your finger and stick that onion in there. Now you want as much as that root system down there as you can. You don't want that root sticking out. 
Look at there. I'm gonna plant them if you can't tell there. I'm gonna plant them about that deep right there. That's the ideal depth. Where the white ends. To plant the onions right there. That's not too close. No, and I tell you the reason why it's not too close. I'll give away another secret here. Plant them a little bit close. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna come out here once these onions start growing. And you're going to pull every other one when they get to, ah, yeah. to the what we call the spring onion stage. We like to eat a lot of onions when they've got the green tops on them. Mm -hmm. And they got the, the bub will be a little bit bigger than your thumb there, especially around Thanksgiving. These things are wonderful. And what that does is it utilizes all your space in your container so you can grow more onions. And then you pull every other one out. And that gives room to grow those big big bulbs of onions that you'll gather in the uh, in the springtime. Let's see how many I'm gonna get in here. Let me go ahead. You could plant, you could probably plant them a little bit thicker than what I'm doing and still come here and pull them out. Ideally what you want, you want about eight inches in between to grow your big bulb onions. All right, sit them down over there. I don't know if y'all can tell here. I'm gonna lift this up. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. About twelve onions in this container right here. And we'll pull some out eating spring onions and we'll leave probably about what do you think? About half of them? About half of them in there to have those big onions come springtime. And I know what you're thinking, but let me tell you something. The proof is in the pudding. We seen our neighbor grow wonderful onion crops last year in these containers right here. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. So there you have it. One other thing is weeding. Let's talk about weeding just for a minute. Oh yeah. Uh, onions can be a little bit tough on the weeding part of it. Something like this right here, this single time cultivator works wonderful because you can get in between those onion plants there and get those weeds out of there. Uh, I try to go in there and keep my onions weeded at least once a week because they will Get ahead of you. If you don't have a lot of weed pressure, you can plant double rows. I have a lot of weed pressure in my garden because I've had in my garden for a long time. So I always plant mine on. And that comes rows. in the long handle. Long and handles. And, and, and I like and about short it handle. Is you can choke up on it when you get down there close like that, or you can reach back out like that over there. So this is a good, to me, it's a good size right here. What about the disease? Yep. Uh, now we don't have much problem with insects. We do have a little bit of problem with disease on the onions. And the reason we do is because we have to push them so hard because we're trying to make those big onions. So we're pushing these onions, we give them a lot of food, and sometimes we have some disease pressures. The two main disease pressures that you're gonna face is powdery mildew and blight. Both of them look real similar on the leaf there. They have these little lesions on the, uh, on the leaves. The leaves look a little rough. This product right here, uh, going into the springtime, you're probably gonna to need to hit it a couple of times with this. This is chlorothionyl, it's an old fungicide, been out there forever. It is a protectant. You can spray this on there and this will help a lot with that powdery mildew and that blight. I seem to have more problems with disease on that from when those plants are bubbing. About the middle of February till up to the middle of March seems to be my worst time. Now you're probably gonna to need to hold off on application of this couple weeks up to harvest but during that time frame of February and the first of March I think you're probably gonna to need to hit them because we just about always have a little bit of a blight problem there 
And if you do fertilize your onions during that period that we told you not to when they're bubbing, that's also going to spark a blight problem as well. So that's another reason besides wanting to grow big onions is it will cause disease problems if you fertilize too late. Onions. No reason why you shouldn't plant onions. Containers. We'll plant them out in your raised beds. We'll plant them out in your regular garden. Garden spotlight. Garden spotlight. I'm glad you reminded me of that. All right. So our garden spotlight this week is from Joyce Marie Herbert. And she is De Quincey, Louisiana. Herbert or Hebert? Hebert. H-E-B-E-R. Hebert. Hebert. Thank you so much. I'm not the best on pronouncing names. But she is zone nine. And I'm going to show you some pictures here that she sent in. She loves growing dumpling squash, which is oh. one of our favorites. We love dumpling squash. And here's a picture of her tomatoes. Look how nice and green they are growing. Yep. So we have her picture of her tomatoes and her dumpling squash, which I think everybody should be growing dumpling squash. Thank you, Joyce, for sending in your pictures for Garden Spotlight of the Week. Old goat. Old goat. So somewhere on the set is an old goat. It's a figurine. And we every week we have a little contest to see if you can find the old goat. And if you found it in the comments below, put in there where the old goat's at, and we'll draw a name next week. And if you win, we send you a big prize. How about that? You want me to do it or you want to do it? Go ahead. And the winner this week is Kim Carpenter. I finally get a name I can You can pronounce. I can pronounce Kim Carpenter. Yep. So send us your address to custserve at hostools.com, Kim, and we'll get you a prize out in the mail. And just a FYI, the old goat has told me that he's gonna go on vacation the whole month of December. Really for the holidays? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we might have to hire a fill-in. A fill-in for the whole goat. Fill-in for the old goat. Y'all be on the lookout for that. Mm -hmm. Joke. Okay. Morning okay. joke of the week. What kind of horse does an onion ride? You should be able to get this one. What's your different type of onions? What kind of horse would a... Sweet onion? A, a sweet scallion. horse? Scallion. Scallion—that is bad. That's that's, that's pretty good. The scallion that horse. Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions about onion growing, go check our onion growing guide on our website. Or put in the comments guides. below. Yeah, put it in the comments below. If we miss something that you think you can add to what we said, heck yeah, tell us about it. We're always looking for comments and for different ways to be successful growing your own food. Now, thank you so much for joining us. Now get off that couch and get, get dirty. dirty.